All right, we are here to talk about our time in West Jordan. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> so we moved. Uh, I think that we, we kind of talked about this the last where we finished up. Did we? I don't think we talked about my the job actually got. So like my okay. brother helped me get a job at Wells Fargo, and the deal was that I was hired on as a mortgage loan junior. So I worked under. So I worked for one of the mortgage lenders in his office. He was a processor. And and so... I thought it was a her. Yeah. Well, Nick is a he. So it's in, oh, in, right. his, in, okay. Nick's, in Nick's office, the office that he works in. Anyway, so... Yeah, so she was supposed to help me learn how to be a mortgage officer. And then, like, I would work on leads and stuff for her. Um, so it was exciting. Like it was like the first, the first job, like the starting base salary was like more money than we had ever seen. Um, in hindsight, it wasn't that much, but for us to start out with, it was, it was great. Um, and so, so yeah, the really nice thing was it was about two blocks a block and a half away from where we lived. So we've really enjoyed that over the years of being close proximity to where uh, my physical office is. So we went, I think that I mentioned that I had kind of gone with your older sister um and picked up the apartment and things like that and it was that was exciting too because it was a bigger apartment and um two bedrooms one bathroom a walk-in closet a walk-in closet that's right and it was fun um so we set up our home there with our two little girls and pretty much like so I had signed up to run in the Provo City the Provo City Half Marathon and so just a few weeks after we moved in um we went up there for that and that was that was really fun for me it was a big accomplishment I was so proud of you it was so awesome to see you finish it was hard to train for it it took a long time but um but the payoff was really, really great. I felt really strong. I think that it helped me a lot while I was going through thyroid problems. And I was able to run the whole way. And it was awesome. And I'd love to do that again. Um, but it was it was really good. So we did that. My parents came down, which I was just really grateful for. They came down. And they were here for Elena's first birthday, and they left maybe on her birthday. I want to say, like, we had kind of a celebration that morning, and then they had to leave mm-hmm. that later on. But anyway, so after after my race, um, I finished. We had gone out to eat. Oh, prior to that. So this was also, <laughs> this was for my... That was my 25th birthday, yeah. correct? So, 
um, I, I guess we just have to tell this story too. Yeah. Okay. Are you gonna talk about that again? It was. It was cute. It was so, cute. the really sweet thing for my birthday, Trevor gave me like. It was pre my birthday because. It was like for my birthday, but you gave it to yeah. me before. Um, so I, he gave me like kind of a, he said that he had made an appointment at a hair salon. I had been kind of wanting to do something a little different. And so he just made an appointment for me and said that I could go and, you know, get done whatever I wanted to. Um, he made it with one of, with one of his sister's friends too, which was a good idea up front, but in hindsight, made it more difficult for me. Um, so I went to the appointment and what I had wanted, I should have brought in pictures of really what I wanted and pictures of what I didn't want, I think. But I went in and I wanted my hair to still be longer and I wanted a body perm, which just gives it a little more curl and a little more umph to it because like having babies and stuff my hair had just gotten more flat and um anyways and so so I told her that and so she's like yeah okay and so what she did without me really realizing it because we were like talking and stuff and obviously there's the big mirror there but she did a lot of it from the back so I didn't really see um so she she cut it quite a bit shorter and then she like permed it like like 80s perm kind of and it was just not what you wanted not what I wanted um but I like so afterwards like I didn't even know what to say like she took the stuff out and she's like no it'll relax and stuff in a little bit but my hair was essentially like to my shoulders and just like almost frizzy yeah, just frizzy, like yeah. and and I, anyways and so and then I didn't realize that I this was the first time that I re- that I realized that you are supposed to tip um, at the salon, uh-huh. <laughs> because and so I didn't, I didn't know that. I thought you just went and paid for what you got, and then that was kind of it. But you tip on top of that, and it was it it was very expensive for what we were used to paying for anything at the time. And anyways, and so I got home, and Trevor was so sweet, and he, t- I remember just sitting in my car, and I was just like crying. Or almost crying, yeah. and Trevor came out and said that it looked well. When yeah, when you <laughs> saw me, you just started crying. I remember that, and you were just so cute. You were, you were in really, you were in really good shape. You had different hair. It was, it was fine. You were, you were good, but I, I realized that that's not what you had wanted, and so that was sad. But um later 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 in the year when it relaxed and grew out a little bit then i i did end up liking it for the next year because it did help my hair curl really good when i did curl it and so um 
so yeah so definitely by like the end of the year I did really like it <laughs> but those first like through the summer through the summer it was a little rough but it was something different and it was um it was fun in its way but but anyway so there's that and then we um so then so then yeah then we set up kind of our home in West Jordan Trevor's oldest sister lived close by so we saw her um pretty often his brother and and eventually his other sister yeah she moved there around that time because they were living in the basement they anyway so um we so we got to see them pretty often and then my brother ended up still in salt lake for a little while right my brother yeah yeah he went to salt lake they were in salt lake for a while so we saw them um, he would, they would come to our place Terrell pretty much and every Bryson weekend. Terrell were in Salt Lake at that point, too. Uh, yeah, so Terrell, so, so Trevor's, one of Trevor's sisters at this point was engaged, and she got married, um, she got married that June, and so then we got to see her. So that fall they were in Salt Lake. Quite a bit, and they went in Salt Lake right away. After they got married? Well, I think, yeah. They were going to school there. I was just thinking of the semester. Oh. She started going to... Yeah, sure. Yeah. So, um... So, yeah, so they were there. So, we just had... There was a lot of family around. Um, Later on that year, my... My sister started dating somebody from up in that area, too. And so, we got to to get... We got to get to know him really well. They came over a lot. And then my brother... Because he lived up in the Salt Lake area. My other brother came home from his mission that June. And so... Or another of my brother. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Brock came home from his mission. And so we got to see him. Anyways, it was just really fun. It was just... It was a... um, I missed Provo a lot. But it it was fun to be with family and it was fun to kind of explore that northern part of because I hadn't um seen as much up there and so that was fun um we so like I mentioned so um my brother came home from his mission and I went so I had been doing stuff for my thyroid when I, I went and I took my, the two girls on a road trip and went up to my parents' house because Trevor had to work, but I wanted to be there for when my brother came home from his mission. So I went up there and, um, so that was a crazy trip. Our, um, second daughter, Elena, um, would get carsick quite a bit. And so doing car sickness and just having the two babies and being by myself and everything, um, it went, it went okay. We driving through Eastern Oregon, there were some wildfires and they, the, I, there was one time where I drove and it was right on the road. Like the fire was down enough where it was right on the road. And so I like drove like right by it and that was pretty scary 
And then right after that, they closed the road. Um, but we made it. We had fun. While I was there, I started feeling like I was expecting again. And so I, I just kind of wondered. Um, and then, you know, went back. We were getting ready for Trevor's sister's wedding. And the day before the wedding, we were finishing up dresses for the little girls and like little bow ties for the boys and for the nieces and the nephews and things like that and I had an appointment for my thyroid and so I went to the appointment and while we were there they like did some tests and the doctor came out and he said um he said hey uh did you want to be pregnant (laughs) and I which is an interesting way to start the but I said yeah I'd love to be pregnant he said okay congratulations you're pregnant And so I went and immediately met you at work, maybe, or maybe you were just getting off of work or something. And so I had wanted it, I had wanted to like surprise you in a fun way or something, but I just told you. And so that was really fun and exciting. And then, um, so this was the pregnancy that we kept to ourselves for the longest because from your side, your sister was getting married, and so we didn't want to, like... Steal the thunder. Steal the thunder, or, or you know, or take away anything away from that. But then we felt like, too, that we couldn't tell one family, not the other, for a while. Anyways, and so we just didn't tell anybody for a long time. And in a way, it was kind of fun, but... Um, so we just waited. Uh, but it was exciting, and... At the time, too, actually, my brother, because this was when they were in transition, so my brother and sister-in-law were kind of living with us for a while while they were, like, finding settled, finding housing and things like that. And so they were with us, and I don't know why we just didn't tell them, but I because I would get sick sometimes, and... They didn't know why. Anyways... <laughs> I don't, I really can't, I don't know why, looking back, but anyways, eventually we told everybody and it was really fun, and that, and for that, we, it was fun, we sent your parents, at that time, the baby was number 13, so we, so we sent them a box of donuts and told them that it was like the baker's dozen Mm -hmm. or something, and and we asked them to put 13 donuts in it and then for my parents oh, man, that's good memory so that was fun because we ordered it like we called the Safeway didn't we I think so because they didn't like there's and no then other, they like, had, donut they, place then they and went and picked them up or we something we had them pick it up or maybe one of your brothers or something anyway so we had somebody pick it up for them and then for my parents we ordered a cake with three balloons and so there was two pink balloons, like like balloons drawn on the cake, iced on the cake. And um, we did tell my sister beforehand so that she could record it. And so, anyway, so we sent them a cake with the... So it must be recorded somewhere? It's got to be recorded somewhere. And so they were so excited. And anyways, it was fun. It was just, we were excited again. So, um... 
So we have another baby with this one. I was a little more, I was more sick than I was with Elena, especially at first. Um, but it didn't last super long. And then I, with that, with this third one, I started getting um, more of the sciatic pains and stuff. Like my, I went to therapy for a while for my hip because my hip was just really struggling. But so one of the things that was really special for me was what, or it was special for both of us. But for me, this is one of the, the things that like I had this like spiritual experience that I like knew I was going to have a boy. But can you tell your experience, you and Brad singing in the scout choir, can you talk about that? Just about that. Like, you, yeah. Do you remember anything well, about it? Like, because yeah, it was so, a really, I felt like it was a really cool and powerful thing. It was the commemoration yeah, of scouting yeah. so for we, what a yeah. hundred years or something like that. Well, no more. Well, Nineteen. Yeah, a hundred, two hundred years maybe. No, a hundred. Yeah, it was a hundred. Probably 100 would have been a hundred. But yeah, so we. I'm trying to remember. We. I I can't remember how we found out about it. But yeah, if we sent it. You sent in this email. You had to be Eagle Scout, and anyway, so I got got selected, and I don't think Brad never filled out the paperwork, but he's like, "Oh, this is great," and he just like tagged along. He just wheedled his way in somehow. Yeah, he just kind of tagged along, <laughs> and so there was like a couple practices up in like Logan, Ogden, go? Ogden area. Yeah. And so we went up there, or Layton, or something. Yeah. <clears throat> and then we got to, yeah, we got to sing in the conference center, which was really neat. But yeah, I remember just being so, yeah, it was just really cool. Yeah, Brad came and <laughs> uh, just kind of came into it and. Was, I remember that fun. he has some stories from it. I wish that he was here to that interview. He was here because, to, yeah. I'm trying to remember. We'd ha- we'll have to maybe talk to him this week and then <laughs> have an insert for next yeah. week yeah. about it. My memory's not great. but I just remember it just being a really powerful thing. Um, our The prophet at the time was Thomas S. Monson, and he was just really into scouting. And he has, like, the highest scouting award award that you can possibly have. And he just, it was just this, I I feel like it was a very poignant thing because soon, it wasn't too long after that, like, six years, five. Well, he passed away in 20... Well, he him passing away, but then the the, the church kind of disassociating themselves from scouting. Yeah, that was, like, a year or two after he... So anyways, it wasn't too, so I, I feel like even though the, the, the church kind of moved on from that specific program, the things that were taught in it, I, I feel like we need to hold on to some of those things. And so that's what I want to pass along, not only to just my boys, but to my children in general. But for that, I mean, they were... It was specifically for boys, right? It was Boy Scouts. So um, 
for I want my boys to learn skills and to be strong and to stand for the things that scouts stand for. Um, but but yeah, that was one of the times like during that when I um, Michelle and I got to go to the conference center and watch you guys perform and it was just so cool and they had like they had videos in between and and he was there and he spoke or had a video yeah, or something yeah, president monson was there so we got to see him and, um and yeah it was cool to like be backstage of the conference yeah. center and yeah that's a yeah. that's an amazing experience that not very many really people get really to powerful to sing with a bunch of good men and things like yeah. that so um but just like all of that um i just felt like i was like the spirit like told me that I was going to be having a boy and how important it was for me to teach him for us to, you know, continue this legacy. Um, even if it's not in that exact same way. I was also at the time a Cub Scout master. Is that what they were called? Or just a Cub Scout leader, Den leader, Den leader Cub Scout. Anyways. Um, and that was, I learned a lot from that. Honestly, one of the things that I learned from that, I could have done better. Like I was, I was pregnant at the time and I had two little tiny girls and I was just tired and I hurt a lot, but, um, I feel bad. Like we did do, we did do some fun things with the boys, but, um, looking back, I, I, I feel like I could have, like I said, I could have done more. And so that was one of those like magnifier calling type lessons that I learned in the reverse where I don't feel like I truly magnified that calling to what I could have. And I was only in it for a short time, so I don't think I ruined any boys' lives or anything, but, um, but it was a good lesson and... Um, at the same time, the minimal efforts that I made, I feel like they were magnified some. So, so it was, it was a good, it was a good experience. Um, so things that we did there that the girls liked. So there is a park in the, um, complex. complex. There's a couple of parks. Um, there uh was a pigeon oh yeah that this was made exciting. a nest on our we had like a little square balcony that we didn't let the girls really go out there we would go out there but, like with them but but i mean it was just big enough to have like the heat pump yeah on it and, and just like just kind of look outside yeah. occasionally we would put there but it, like uh, a yeah a pigeon had made a nest and just in the corner and Maylee was very interested in it and gave it a name. Um, Colise. The the right. mom was Colise and the dad was uh, something about bringing twigs. It was something about that. And then Cos- was it Cosafina was the yeah. baby? I don't know where ha- she came hatched, up with the names, but hatched a baby. Yeah. I think that Cosafina was the baby and Kentafina was the. Um, was that no? Was the the riding thing the the horse that they had? Remember that oh, when we yeah. moved. Anyways, so um, 
it was really fun to watch the egg and like see it hatch and see the little baby and then see it fly off and um uh when they first laid the nest and they first laid the eggs i called the management and asked like what to do what i I guess so (laughs) and he was like well if you want i can come up and take care of it and i said well what would you do with it and he's like i'd just throw it away and so i said oh never mind (laughs) because i didn't want them to throw it away i felt bad so anyway so we just watched it and it was a really cool experience it was cool to see the little baby i think there was two babies so another thing that happened in that apartment so the girls uh the girls gave up their pacifiers Mm -hmm. in that apartment and so at the same time they had they got a little passy prize Mm -hmm. and they got these pillows that would glow glow pillows yep they really remember those? those yeah and I think Elena, Elena still has hers. I think Elena had a seal, purple mm-hmm. seal, and I don't remember what Maylis was. Was it a unicorn? Maybe. maybe? Um, Elena's first. One of the thing. One of the first things. So so Elena was kind of a late talker, and she had a very small head. And I just knew she was just, she was like a very strong-willed, like stubborn, feisty little girl. Like she, like she was like, I kid you not, she started rolling over when she was three weeks old. Like she would, she could push herself and roll herself over when she was three weeks old. She was crawling by... I don't know, just a few months. Like, she was scooting and crawling by a few months. She was... She was just all over the place. And she was... And so she... She started climbing on top of things. Like, there was one time where I made... Was it caramel corn? Or... I made a treat, some sort of treat that we didn't eat all at once. It was in a bowl. And wherever I put it, she would crawl to get to it. And so finally I put it on top of the fridge... And she still was trying to figure out a way to crawl up to it. She was a climber. She's like, it's amazing that she, she, out of all our children, she's one of the ones who probably should have broken a bone at some point, but she has not. She's just, but she's got really good body awareness. Anyways, so she was just kind of a crazy little girl. She walked really early. Like, I mean, early is relative, of course, for babies because everybody does things differently but she was our earliest walker um but the doctors they wanted um they wanted her to be tested to see um what you know if there was if we needed early intervention or something because she really wasn't talking she wasn't using words and she was about a year and a half um so they had an evaluator come out to our home and evaluate her. And, like, she also, she never liked coloring. She, like, at nursery, like, Maylee, we would go pick them up, and Maylee would come out with hers, like, all colored, and she was so proud of it. 
and like Elena did not care about hers and they're like Elena Elena here's your here's your coloring sheet and like it would literally like I remember one specific time and I actually think this probably happened multiple times but it had like one angry line drawn across it and a bite taken out of it like she just did not care about those fine motor things like coloring and things like that and she she just wandered around she liked to kick balls and things like that so anyway so the evaluator came out and uh, we had i had her earring test her earring her hearing Mm. (laughs) tested they had all of these different things i had to take her in for that but and so at the end of it like she would try to give her directions and like elena would just refuse to do anything that she was asked to do and but so then she had a way of testing her anyway so at the very end she finally said like okay like I think that she's fine I think that you just have a really stubborn athlete on your hands Mm -hmm. and she said that she scored the very highest that anybody ever scores in like the 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 gross motor skills Mm -hmm. and like those types of things and then like what was it oh dang I wish she scored like a zero on her on her it, they called it something different, but basically, Verbal. like, like socially taking commands kind of a thing. Yeah, like cooperative, cooperative, yeah, being <laughs> cooperative player. Anyway, so, um, so that was another experience with her, and, um, but yeah, but they just liked. We had, yeah, we had lots of fun. We, it was fun to take them to, we took them to f- some farms and uh, pumpkin patches and stuff like that that year. And, um, they, we did a kind of a bigger Halloween party with everybody, with everybody in the Taylor family. And that was a lot of fun. Um, Oh, what was I going to say? Okay, so so she finally started talking. And one of the things Elena... The first thing Elena said was her name. I remember that she would say her name. And she would say either no or stop. That was one of the other things that she would say. And then she said, hi, Uncle Brad. Like, I remember just being like, what the... <laughs> like, hi, Uncle Brad. And she said, I want candy. Those were, like, some of her first things that she said. Um, she'd say, she'd say, May, May. Maylee, Maylee called her Layla. That was her Layla, little, yeah. yeah. And we would say, um, she was the monkey girl. So we'd say, Layla's the monkey, monkey girl, girl. The, the monkey, 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 monkey girl. And she would kind of <laughs> do her little hips dance. and shoulders. It was so cute. So and that, I think that Brock came up with that. But, yeah. but that was really cute. And she, she'd say, "Monster." Monster. What? That? I know. Um, she loved to play. She was. She became very attached to Tina in particular and Brock in particular. Remember that? She would like, and so that was very interesting because she was not a super cuddly baby. But she would cuddle with Brock and Tina. I don't know. It was something with them. Because she wouldn't cuddle with me, really. And she wasn't, like, she was, she'd give hugs, like, quick hugs and stuff. She was, 
that, but she, she wasn't super affectionate towards her parents. It was just Uncle Brock and Aunt Tina. So, um, okay, so moving into, um, holidays. What did we do for Thanksgiving that year? I think that we did pie with the Raymonds. So I think we probably had Thanksgiving dinner with your siblings. And we might have gone to see, like, Temple Square lights and stuff. Um, I think we went to my parents for Christmas because... My brother and sister were supposed to fly back for Christmas and their flights got canceled. And we were planning on going out there, but we were planning on leaving like the next day or two days later or something like that because of work and stuff. But their flights got canceled and we ended up being able to just go earlier. And because I was a mortgage lender at that point. So just kind of. Do your own thing. Well, it wasn't it wasn't that much, but like I think it was one of those things, like because banks. Anyways, I just remember, I remember you working. Anyways, yeah, we figured it out. Yeah, we figured it out. Anyway, so we we drove out to my parents for Christmas, um, and because that's when we stopped and did like the the. Bethlehem Village here in we Baker. Did. Right yeah, on the that's way. right. Yeah, we stopped. Brock and Jessica were with us. Yeah. yeah. Yep. We stopped here. We stopped at your parents' house and did the Bethlehem experience with them. That was fun. Was there? It just happened to be their ward Christmas party. Like or the tri The day yeah. that we got yeah. there. Yeah. So it was fun, like, oh, that way like Jessica and Brock like humored my mom because my mom's like, oh, you can wear like wear these shawls or you know whatever all the dress up stuff so we were dressed up and we went there and they had it they had it decorated really well mm-hmm. and everyone had their little shops and so it was fun yeah like everybody enjoyed it yeah the girls she loved showing the girls off to yeah. all her friends yeah. and so that was fun um then Um, anything else significant? So then the beginning of the year came and we had, we were starting to get worried about your job and remind me if I am correct. So my understanding, which I don't know how much I knew going into the job, but did you realize, I guess, part of the deal with you working with the lady was that she would help you. And you would get commission, but a part of your commission would go to her. Correct. But if you didn't make a certain thing, you still had to kind of pay her, didn't you? So, well, basically, I feel like basically, especially because because you didn't have to do that for a certain amount of time, like six months or whatever. Yeah. And then you did, and then we like were basically losing money. Yeah. So we weren't technically. We didn't technically ever lose money it's just the way they did commission is if you didn't meet 
the minimum commission, then they would mark it as negative. So if you got negative one month, but then you did really good the next month, you'd have to pay back. Yeah. But when we like when we left the job, I was negative commission quite a bit. We we didn't have to pay mm-hmm. them back or anything. But yeah. like any basically any work that I did wasn't. It was just towards, yeah. we got to a point where it was a it was a continual catch up, which and that's nothing like on Trevor's part. They ended up starting to let people go because it just people, it got people just like left it like slow it slowed it down slowed down a lot and so. Yeah, it slowed. It they came out of like a refinance boom, and it was slowing down. And a lot of like the person that hired me, he left and like took most of the team with him. Um, because that's what I also they remember. Do, I guess. The person who you were working under did not. Like she, w- like, she was supposed to kind of help you yeah, more. Yeah, I don't think she really... But she like, didn't really do that. Yeah, when I was hired, I thought it was going to... Like, she was excited to have me, but, like, later on, I kind of understood that, like, the boss guy had said, like, no, like, we want you to produce more. If you have a junior, it'll help you produce more. Mm-hmm. Like, like, he can stay in the office, you can go out and get more business, but she had no interest in... She just liked uh, taking advantage of the connections that she already had and wasn't really interested in growing her business. Or yours. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> mine, so. so that it was really hard. So we started looking for other jobs because we kind yeah. of could feel. And I like did. I said, like it was, I mean, honestly, like things were, were really tight then. I did I'm, so many interviews. Like, we we had saved in college, and that's what we ended up living off of. Yes. And I, so I do remember, so I'm pretty sure that this is the year that we got our first credit cards. And this isn't something that I recommend, but this is, like, we didn't have any, like, extra money to go out to my parents' house for Christmas. And so on our way like we stopped by Costco and signed up for their credit card and that's what we used to get to and from and we paid it off like right away we got like tax refunds and stuff like that like a couple months later so this was like the only time that we did that but I do remember like that was a time where we just it was really tight um we saw like some anonymous gifters um gave us some money too around that time and that was just such a huge so that was a huge relief so we had that and so we were able to to keep going but but I just remember like doing the budgets and stuff we just ran out of money with each paycheck yeah so that was really it was really hard I didn't feel good about myself um i interviewed so many places nothing worked out um we wanted originally to stay in utah because we just everybody was there i had this connection and drove all the way up to enterprise oregon like my brother let me borrow his car 
So I could go do that. I thought it was like a done deal that we were going to get the job and I didn't get it. And so that was hard. Um, and then, and then after that, I did end up getting a job at that place that I'd interviewed, but it was like, like thinking I had, like it was a done deal and then, and then not to get it. That was hard too. But was that after the, so we're, so here we are at this point, we are weeks from having a baby. I remember too, one of the things I had, um, like I had gotten coupons for like going to JCPenney and getting kids, um, kids' photographs. So I took the girls I had taken the girls the year before and gotten their photographs done. And obviously I paid some, but I, there was uh, some of them that like the coupon helped anyways. So I, I had set a date to go take them and it was going to be after the baby was born. So I was going to get newborn photos of the baby. And then I ended up calling and canceling because like, we just, yeah, yeah, we just didn't have any money and we were like weeks away from having the baby and it was just stressful. And then, so finally, and then finally what happened? With the baby? No. Oh, with my job? Yeah. Yeah, so I... Was it before or after he was born? It was It was definitely after. It was after. Okay, okay, so maybe... I think they, like, I think they had heart enough to, like, not let me go before we had the baby type it's, of thing. Instead, it was right after. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, but that being, like, we had insurance. Yeah. To, well, that's a whole story. Yeah, but, yeah. Maybe, yeah, for another time. Um... And we'll we'll talk about baby's birth like next time. We'll just finish this part up and then and then we'll have a joyous one with talking about baby. But yeah, I So yeah, they had hired this area new area manager that came up from Arizona and he was just trying to make things work for the bank up there and I mean, I honestly wasn't producing um but anyway, yeah, he called me in his office and just said that you know it just wasn't going to work out. And on that day, I remember it was, there was a big like sales thing that we were going to go to, uh, that Wells Fargo was hosting or something like that. And so like he, before, so most everybody had left of that and he had me stay back and told me that, yeah, it was, wasn't going to be working there anymore. And and uh i don't remember exactly but i just i i do remember i called you up first yeah. and said hey i got let go i don't have a job anymore and that was really hard to say so womp womp yeah we got but and it was something like it was it was really hard and it was kind of scary because i've been interviewing like i'd been trying to yeah. find something else and i was hoping that i could just hang on to that job until yeah. He got something. Yeah, he had been interviewing everywhere. It was all like it was as if like <laughs> something was trying to kick us out of Utah <laughs> because he was it and um it was just hard. Um I I remember around that time, I don't know if it was right after that or cuz we were trying to figure out what to do. I remember talking to my grandma on the phone and asking her like kind of what what 
things like how she and grandpa knew what to do and like where to like with their lives and stuff and what led them to to where they ended up and stuff and she she said some things that was just really helpful and good just basically like following the spirit and doing what you were supposed to and that that like the lord would help us help guide us to where we needed to be that's kind of like the gist of what she was saying um so so i i that was good to hear good to keep in mind and it was a rough time but we were always together in it like i don't i never felt a strain with you um it was i think that we were mutually worried together which i guess is good yeah so um all right so i <laughs> concludes that yeah. it's okay when say, life is hard i guess, I guess we'll say oh i guess like there's a lot of like it there's a lot of family help it's like a lot of good things so one of the things that just i thought was really neat um the, how much time are we, okay, I'll be quick. We're, we're okay. Um, so at that, during that time, the movie Frozen came out, and the girls really liked it. Eventually, right? Maylee liked it right away. Elena took a little bit yeah. of time. And uh, anyway, so it was just nice. I, uh, um, I want to say, did Craig take Uncle. me out to dinner? Not dinner or lunch or something. Yeah. I can't remember exactly, but I do remember him getting the movie Frozen yeah. for the girls, and I just thought that that was just such a nice thing yeah. that that wasn't really... Because, and I mean, something. not that the girls knew or cared, but all of their gifts were like from the DI. Like, we would go, you know, like we weren't getting new things. And... Um, nice and it's thing. fine, it and it's but much. it was just one of those things. It was just uplifting. Yeah. He just it was, and at the time too, like we had, we had started, we had gone on Wick, and I was like, I was not upset at you at all. I was, but I was very embarrassed to like go and like figure out like with the coupons and like okay, this is how many beans I can get and like things like that and like that was hard for me. Um, that was hard for me to have to like meal plan that way. And I have, and I don't know, I, I guess I feel if, if that ever happens to any of our posterity, like it's okay. And like, it's, it's, um, but, but it's also okay to maybe be a little sad about it. I don't know, Cause it was, it, cause it was, it was hard to, to be in that position. But, um, but it was getting, getting like uplifting help and stuff from family. It was, it was really sweet. Yeah. Yep. So, so we got, we worked through that and we did it together and, um, and that was always the thing. Like we were always going to do everything together. So yeah. So next week we'll, I guess we'll backtrack and talk about the birth. And then we can talk about moving. Yeah. Okay. So, anyway, so hard times will come, but I think that's one of the big takeaways is that 
your life will, there will always be some sort of trial and hard times and stuff, but just stick together and, and turn to the Lord. So, all right. We love you all. Talk to you later.